The Value Project Podcast, adding as much value as possible to inspire our listeners to achieve more out of life. Buckle up, it's about to get real. Welcome back to the Value Project Podcast. I'm James Rowdy. And I'm Nate Gresk. And this is episode number six. Uh, we're joined back by Daniel and uh, Max. Uh, and these guys have got a lot of knowledge to share. So we thought, you know what, let's do another episode. Um, this time we want to go a bit deeper, right? Um, obviously, the Value Project is all about providing value. The last episode, a lot. I want to go a bit deeper. I want to find out sort of, you know, what's your purpose? What, you, what drives you every day? What's your, your life's purpose, your life's vision, your life's goals? I want it to be extremely ambitious. No ceiling, right? I want to know the obstacles that you face currently, the obstacles that you've overcome. I just want to hear it all, right? I want you to package it um, in the best way you can and let's just dive deep, right? Because I, we want this to be raw and just, yeah, just be vulnerable, vulnerable right? Vulnerable, yeah, exactly. Daniel, let's start again with you. Um, mate, tell everyone your, your life's goal, like the vision. Obviously, NFT Mel, you know, that's that's a big thing of yours. You know, you founded that and created that and that's on a huge trajectory um, right now. What What's your vision for that? And But what's your what's your life's mission, right? And then, and then sort of, you know, just fill in the gaps in between. So I'm gonna hand that over we'll, to you. We'll run through and you guys can jump in. Yeah, beautiful. To provide context before NFT Mel, I began a podcast called The Rolling Up Podcast. Yep. Still out, still making some podcast episodes. That was built off the basis of me attending music shows, going to a lot of music gigs. I had a cousin that was in the space. I discovered that. Kind of hey, like Rolling Loud, but Rolling Up? No, it's more so Australian hip hop shows okay. literally yep. within Melbourne. And I was going to these hip hop shows to support my cousin, Jordan Dennis. Saw his growth through talent and was literally creating for the first time in my life. I saw somebody that was able to work on a skill to then create talent and then execute on a stage. And that moved into more artists that I kept seeing more shows, collaborating, building. And there was this scene happening within the Australian hip hop community where I continuously saw these new artists popping off, doing really well. And I'd go to these shows, I'm like, why have I not seen these people online? These are they're phenomenal artists and they're smashing it. There should be 200,000 people in this room. It's very small. Nonetheless, I realized the media needs to do something about this. The media sucks. And then I thought back to myself, well, maybe I should do something about this. How about I take some personal responsibility and provide a platform for these individuals to share their stories, to dive a bit deeper into the Instagram story, into the, the videos, just who are they beyond their music? Because that's part of their identity. Who are they as a person? That's what I'm fascinated about. That's what I get curious about is, yes, I like what you're doing, but why? And how are you doing it? And dive deep, circle back to why, and circle back again and again, and you end up discovering you're into NFTs for a bit more than money you're into entities for a bit more than just community maybe for the first time this is a place that you felt love it's very strangely as it is maybe this is the first time this is um these are stories from the community you've had a family 
that's a bit that's a bit interesting yeah mm -hmm. absolutely so that rolling up podcast ended up me leading into 20 episodes talking about artists djs beautiful people that have gone from zero to 1.3 million I had yeah. jc that's now a big brother like he was the first person i ever interviewed oh yeah he was, jc he was the, my dream guest and he was the first person i got on the podcast we ended up doing business later together nonetheless he went from zero to 1.3 million he went from zero to big brother yeah, that's wow. that's very fascinating for me to capture that moment two and a half years ago and now for him to use that and look back on it and put a timestamp of where he was in life and where we were that's that's beautiful yeah. that's documentation that's Kanye West telling the story going through the background that's raw mm. truth this is what Gary Vee told me when I, he came to a conference in Melbourne and we'll line you up um, coming into the event I know Gary Vee does a Q&A style going to the event my mates hype me up like come on go ask him a question it's the Q&A time oh man I don't know what to ask him I was like right, lean into fear like Max Max preaches lean into fear lean into discomfort I was like alright I'm, I'm gonna go online maybe like the fifth person in line I have no question I have no clue what I'm gonna ask this guy in there for half an hour my heart's racing <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez it's coming up I'm not even listening to anybody else I just got my, my phone out taking notes this guy, he puts out everything online. He's, he's already given everybody. He provides that much value. There's almost no question to ask him. Ended up sitting down. Everything became very silent. And I wrote down in my notes, beyond, you know, because I was in the podcast setting, beyond the truth, what is there to focus on when, when talking to somebody, when interviewing a guest? Beyond the truth, what... What's beyond that? Because maybe there's something deeper that I can try and understand. And he said to me on stage in front of a thousand people, I go up on the mic, I'm Gary motherfucking V. And everyone <laughs> pisses himself because everyone was very proper. I was, like, ah, I, was, I was like 19 at the time. And he answers the question in saying, you've already provided yourself with the answer. The truth is always the answer. Always lead with the truth. And I've lived that out and I'm living that out because I believe that's my highest value. That's beautiful. Amidst truth is self-awareness. And if you can become self-aware of why you do something, it changes everything. Mm. How old are you? 23. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. 23, yeah. <laughs> that's insane. Take note of that, guys. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that progressed into the Web3, talking about music, NFTs. That led into... The, what we talked about me starting nft mail now what i'm trying to understand is how can this is this is the basis of this is the basis of what i'm trying to do what we're doing mm. i'm affirming it what we're doing how do we I like that how do we shift collaboration of business it's not the majority that changes everything it's the minority we know that so if i can lead from a front in my own community then everyone that will compound through a network in saying that we help each other build each other's buildings so forth across states country if we do that we end up changing culture the individuals that are able to change culture are able to shift everything in the world what you're wearing Nate, what you're wearing right now wearing a certain color why we portray ourselves in certain ways why we talk in certain manners that shifts culture when you shift culture you shift reality 
when you shift someone's reality, you shift their personal reality of their own belief systems. If their belief systems are in order to win in life, I need to help somebody, aka in order to win in life, I need to become a friend. I need to provide value first. I need to share a bit of vulnerability. I need to share how it sucked at certain times through rolling up, how I didn't have an identity of consistency, but now I've punched it in my soul to say, Daniel, you are consistent and affirming it every single day, every single man. It's something I'm continuously working on. That's what I want to adapt through. NFT Melt is that collaborative spirit. That's my, that's my aim at the moment. And we can talk about how we can measure that in another context yeah love man. that man that was uh <laughs> yeah i'm blown away that i have my own personal goals around podcasts and other business ventures but through nft mob a lot of education and a lot of just having having fun that's a big value of mine I, fun, I, I yeah. like having fun and i like laughing like dead ass uh, that's really what i love doing yeah <laughs> and that's genuinely providing value like this podcast you man love can i just value. say one thing yeah go. i just want to say one thing there are some people in this world right now i'm not a religious person but i believe in a higher power i believe in god right and i believe that some people have a very specific purpose in this world and they're brought into a pathway to do something very special you see if you were to look into the bible jesus was the fisher of men and daniel i kind of look at in that kind of context as a fisher of men you see what intrigued me the most the reason why i kept coming back to nft melb was because of this man I heard his story and then I realized how young he was. And that was a little bit of a reflection, I suppose, in myself, because at that age, I had that similar drive and that passion and, that, and, and anything that I put my mind to now, I can achieve. But this guy doesn't realize that that 23-year-old me, to compare to this 23-year-old, he's way elevated, way beyond where I was at 23 years old, right? I have some similarities. Appreciate the love. And look, not to, not to put down anybody else not or anything compare. like that, yeah, or not yeah. to compare or, no. or anything in that manner. I just, I, look, we, we, we are the destiny. We, we control our it's destiny. It's inspiring to see. Yeah, exactly. It's very it's inspiring. inspiring to it see. really is. Yeah. But I, I, like, you know, just some people were made for something. And I want to see you continue down this pathway. I'm going to give the mic back to you, but bro, I just wanted to share that with you guys because you, that's what I truly, truly uh, feel. I appreciate the love and yeah. what I'm beginning to understand and Gary Vee talks about it very precisely is trying to, and I love that and I internalize it and I, when I internalize it, I've learned to take compliments in the, in the standpoint of take it in and pretty much bring into the people that I learned that from because I had to learn it from somewhere. That's how I take compliments now. Before I used to deflect them, nah, nah, all you bro, you know, bro culture, nah, nah, all you, you're looking good at the gym, that's all you, you take it in now same time you keep your ears quiet you keep them on ears quiet on the wins and on the losses and in that way you stay neutral but in the state of constantly wanting to grow that's my that's the way i'm progressing yeah beautiful i remember first seeing meeting you at nft melbourne and the first thing that caught like that i noticed straight away was your big smile your presence your welcoming heart that's that's what i noticed and i think it comes out a lot in your work and you can see that with what you're trying to build. So, 
I got a question for you guys because you mentioned presence and I want to touch on that very key. How were you guys able to establish presence for this first time in whatever way you define that for yourself? As in being present? Yes. How do I keep staying present? Where did you find it? Where where were you able to establish it? The reason I asked that question is when you're able to be present in a conversation, there's a certain vibrational level that gets established and your conversations elevate from here to here. And you're able to talk on a way deeper level about life. I think I know where you're heading with this. I'll answer that. So 2020, COVID, I've done a lot of self-development. I felt, you know, I'm an extrovert, put in an environment by myself. I had to peel back the the layers of an onion, do deep self-work, right? I noticed if you think about the past, that causes depression. If you think about the future, Mm. that causes anxiety. Being present and just enjoying the moment for it is what it is. And you're just a lot more grateful and you're just going, cool. Like what we're sharing here, like it's filling up my cup, right? I'm, I'm like extremely grateful and, and happy. And I'm just like, I'm like, this is amazing. Like I'm just always like this. And I noticed once I've done that shift, my life just got 10 times better. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't like, all right, cool. You know, like woke up in the next morning. I'm like, fuck, cool. Another opportunity. Like, cool, let's go, you know? And then just soaking things in because you know what we take a lot of things for granted these days and everyone's so fucking privileged you know that that again they just take it for granted you know so i think being present and appreciating every moment it is for what it is every moment has value and just not thinking too far in the future okay cool everyone's freaking out at 22 (laughs) thinking oh my god i don't know what i want to do shut the fuck up i'm 32 you know like i'm good you know i'm still figuring shit out too like you know we're still young Oh, fucking everyone goes oh you know it's all downhill from 30 i was like mate it's all Man, uphill, it's all uphill for you it is not for us no exactly. so it's just like you know yeah. what it's like stop putting pressure on yourself chill the fuck out yeah. stop living to the the narrative we've been told you know get the house get the car get the fucking family get the dog Tripping. fuck all that shit do what it. makes you happy be present and uh, yeah. it didn't make me happy and i had go. all that but yeah the presencing for me and i'm gonna be dirt honest like i struggle still with it today like my mind's always overthinking, always on the go. I'm always looking at what's next, what's next, what's next. And I find, like you said, when you slow down and you enjoy that that moment and you're present in that moment. And for me, it's my kid. Like when I'm around my kid, I've got to tell myself, be present because those are the most special memories. But like I said, I'm still str- like I still struggle with it. I'm sure we all do at times. But I... Ha- constantly have to remind myself to slow down and enjoy everything that's happened and i know it sounds cliche about trust enjoy the journey because that's the best part and we all know this stuff but a lot of us don't listen to actually what we know you know what i mean we don't do what we know so for me it's a constant thing i'm constantly have to work on it's the biggest thing for me actually is staying present because i'm always what's next what's next what's next all right, I've got to do this, 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 instead of just being present. Actually, I want to touch, touch on that for a second. <laughs> yeah, right? likewise. And I want to throw it back to you. <laughs> yeah. I've got a question for let's you. Go. Let's go. I want to touch back. Roundtable, let's do let's it. Talk. There's yeah. a remedy for this, okay? And you guys became really close to it. You were like, you slowed down. You were like, again, you, you talked about slowing down. What it is, that, it's the silence. 
It's the quietness between the words. <laughs> <laughs> That's presence. Mm. Being aware of where you are right now. Just for, for the person listening, try this. Try to listen in between the gaps of your words, what that space is. Even if it is very minimal and you catch it for a second, try and catch it. That's what we're talking about. Yes. Because your mind is going to start drifting off. 100%. But pause for just one moment right now. Just feel where you are. Do you have headphones in your ear and are you walking and you're in the middle of the street? Can you feel the air? Look out into the distance and look at a tree or look at the top of a building or look out into the horizon. It's where your focus goes and then it's also the awareness that follows but it's also what creates that awareness is that space. You see music, for example, each note, you have this beautiful sound, but that sound is complemented by the pause. That pause creates that note. Sometimes we just need to stop, be in the moment. You see, now look how present you're like, That's powerful, right? Yeah, yeah. huh? Look how yeah, present you're really all just focused right now. Yeah, well, look away. We're up well, 70 something stories. 70 floors. 70 up. floors. Look around. Where did you? That's amazing. Well, Max and I were in the car one night. And when you, when you look at Max and when you're with him in person, his mind's constantly running. Yeah. And. ADD. And, ADHD. and this is. This is what I, I thought I did have that, but I actually don't. don't. It's okay. just something Sorry, different. Yeah. Yeah. This is why, uh, with my very close friends, I establish almost a boundary and, and eventually eventuate into a rule. Hey, we're friends, right? Right? You'd be like, I'm happy for you to call out anything in my life if you see it and you think I could improve. Um, Constructive like, criticism. Essentially. That's what we do, bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think that's what real yeah. friends do. They call, call you out on your, on your BS. On your, yep. And I say to Max... Would you be open to some, you know, if that was in your life, would you be open to it? Me pointing, he's like, yes, 100%, any day. And hype me up. He's like, please. <laughs> bro, big, big bro to me. He's like, anytime, bro. I was like, and are you open to me sharing this? Absolutely, bro. And he said, I want, this is where I was leading. And he said, yes, please, please. And I'm like, you, have, you, have you realized you fill in gaps into conversation? And he's like, what are you talking about? And he keeps, talk, he keeps talking. And I'm like, you're doing it right now. And he keeps talking. And you slowly start to realize that I'm looking in his mind. He's slowing down. It's like the gears have finally stopped for the first time in years. And he asked me and he looked into my eyes. Bro, why do I do that? Like, why, why do I keep trying to fill in the gaps? You can touch on why. It's pretty interesting, huh? When you think about that. Because I notice that I just keep going and going and I can't sit there in silence. Essentially, you're letting your thoughts control you in some respects. Because you're thinking perhaps I need to continue talking to avoid awkwardness. Mm -hmm. I need to say something here now because this silence is creating this uneasy feeling. Mm -hmm. An uneasy feeling is not in the atmosphere, it's within me. Mm -hmm. I'm not comfortable with the silence. Insecurity. Exactly. Mm. I'm not comfortable with the pause because my mind keeps racing and thinking. But what, what, why is it always thinking? And I really, really dug deep and started reflecting and I really meditated on this, right? 
because when I'm around people, I do that and I notice that. And he brought that to my attention and I'm so grateful for it because that actually gave me a level of control in my life that I didn't have before. Now I'm more powerful when I speak because I pause. <laughs> yeah, it's powerful, yeah. But the realization that I had personally was that I think I was feeling like I might be judged if I didn't have that sort of elevated feeling constantly. I needed to fill the gaps so that everyone's constantly hyped up. But fuck, Jesus, it's tiring. It is. And I'm working on it still, right? I sometimes still do it. The event with the vlogs. Man, I can't control that shit. That shit just comes out, right? I love it, but, but in that context, it works. Yeah, right? absolutely. Sometimes your weakness, okay, mm. in some areas may be um, a deficit, but in other areas can be something that will be beneficial for you. So I realized when to utilize that. It's not a fucking weakness, man. It's who I am, but I need to control it and I need to bring it out in certain points and certain times and situations. And I need to refrain in certain situations from using that and tapping into that, right? So anyone that has any of these shortcomings, shortcomings and, and all these things that they think that you know, is problematic, dude, like the reason why I can do this is because I've done it with other areas of my life. And when he brought it to my attention, I'm like, all right, I need to do the same thing. See that pause? That's powerful. No, the yeah. pauses are so it powerful. Is. It's it those fears, though. We, it's the fear. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah everybody, exactly. everybody has those fears, you know. It's like, it stops anybody from doing anything. We've spoken about this multiple, yeah, 100%. multiple times. But if you guys are friends, right, I would highly encourage you to feel, to get together with the closest friends that you have, right? And have that relationship of being able to speak freely and be vulnerable. That... You think it's not being manly? Fuck you. It is manly, yeah, right? 100%. To be a man, let me tell you something, what a man is. You could be a person that can be in your masculine state and not be in control of your emotions. That doesn't make you a man. What makes you a man is being, okay, you're in your masculine state, sure, but you're able to control your emotions. You're able to express yourself. Mm. You're able to articulate yourself. You're able to then take control of situations by the thought process of, of then thinking rather than reacting. And the way to get there is by being vulnerable and having that relationship with your buddies. If you have a relationship with your friends, it's like, yeah, let's have some beer. Yeah, how's things? Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Should be right, yeah. mate. Should yeah. be have right. Another beer. Yeah. How Those are, are you? Yeah. Everyone says, I'm good. Yeah. I'm all right. Yeah. We don't they, live in that time not, anymore. You're not. You're not. Most people are not. No. They will not talk about what's really wrong with them. The and, 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 and one thing I would just say, I would just say is stop listening to people who say to you that the world doesn't give a shit. It's not true. They do care. There are people that care. Mm. You know, there are people in my circle that are in trouble. I will help them. I care. If each and every single one of you had an issue and you called me crying or you, you were vulnerable, I would sit there and I would listen. Mm. People do care. Yeah, yeah. Man, well, well, well said. Yeah, 100%. I totally agree, man. And, and that's uh, you're exactly you, you you're dead right, man. Um, a lot, a lot of people these days, and that's why you should always audit your friends, right? Absolutely. Dylan actually posted this the other day. Shout out, Dylan. Um, but you know, always audit your friend circle. I went through some adversity last year with friends, and after that, 
Um, we've spoken about this in another episode. Yeah. I went through and I've questioned every single relationship I had with people. Think if it didn't serve me, and if it wasn't a one way, it was it wasn't reciprocal, and it wasn't it was just a one way street and hot, vibrating at different frequencies. If I'm constantly showing up at a hundred percent, you all keep showing up at 70, 60, 20, you know, all over the show. Yeah. I'm sorry, man, but like you know, I need to be surrounded by like minded individuals like ourselves that vibrate at a high frequency and it's reciprocal and we can be open, honest. I can feel like I, I can be more myself around you know you guys mm, and be passionate and just go, cool, if I'm feeling a certain way, okay, cool, I'll just tell you guys, you know, and that's, that's man, that's priceless. That's what everyone wants out of life, right? And yeah. not many people fucking find it, you know? It's fucking crazy. Um, Max, I wanna dive a bit deeper on, obviously, you right what's your life mission your life goals what um, drives you what exactly what is what's, what's the what's, what's your, your passion stuff? what's your what are you trying to max out in life yeah pardon quoting what's your life, life? <laughs> what's your, uh, actually on top of all that this is one question i would love to know what's your driving force what's your why mm. the why to why you want to achieve your goals why you want to do this why you want to do that i want to know what is that driving force that like even in the dark times <laughs> even when times get tough that certain oh, why pulls you question. through yeah well uh, i've thought about that question uh, a lot i actually got asked that question yesterday by a friend it's a deep one man it's a real deep one let's go um, let's do it. so my life's purpose right is to serve others i know that i've been put on this earth to help and elevate others that's why that's why i'm here how am i going to do that though now that now we can create our own perspectives on what life should be we create so if you have a perspective that life is dull it's chaotic it's dangerous it's full of bad people guess what find it you've defined your world exactly that's your reality don't brush your reality on me. I don't believe that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? I don't believe that. I think the world's abundant. Mm. I think it's beautiful. Mm. I think it's incredible and filled with incredible people. And I think there are people that are hurting out there too. I think there are people that need a little bit of guidance. You know? People who just are in that darkness who need a little bit of light to help them just get through whatever shit they're going through. Through my education, right, I'm trying to teach people how to find financial freedom through a mechanism that I have found financial freedom for. Then from that, though, my goals are way bigger. And where I want to head is somewhere that's extremely ambitious. I don't, and for me, I look at people who are billionaires, for example, as the people that I want to be, not because of the money, but because what it takes to be mm. that person, to have that mindset, to achieve such a great feat. Now, my military career ended because I kept getting injured. Mm. That was the problem that I had. I kept getting injured. 
So I had to come to terms with the reality of how I was born. I had scoliosis and I had something called pectus excavatum. I had a major surgery on that when I was like 15 years old and only died from it. I got Shit. these two scars across my chest. They put a steel rod through my chest to pop it out. It was the most painful six months of my life. I was on epidural. I was on morphine. I was on every single painkiller you can imagine for like six months straight. Shit. Right? Well, epidural I was on for about a month. And, uh, you know, I, I was in a, I ended up in an anorexia ward because I couldn't eat as well, too. I was about 15, 15 years old. Okay. Yeah. So I, 15 years old. I ended up in an anorexia ward because of that, because uh, I couldn't eat. Uh, I thought I was going to die. You know, I, I gave up on everything. I just I thought this is too painful. I would be lying in my bed. And as soon as I moved up, the pain, it was like someone stabbed me a thousand times. It was insane. Holy right. Shit. It was pretty. It was terrible. Uh, I was walking when I was walking. Uh, uh, dude, that led to some other very, very destructive um, thoughts and, and, and processes in my life and, 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 and directions and, and, and roads that led to some really dark places after that experience. It took me many, many years to overcome that. And um, look, in a nutshell, um, you know, coming out from, from that experience uh, and going through the things that I went through, um, there was a lot of trauma in my life. And so that brought many, many disadvantages in the way I thought, in the way I even spoke. You know, I had to change the way, to, the way I speak. I had to change the way I look at many different situations and myself and the world and everything. I never had this much optimism, you know, it was very dark. So I, I, I can talk about it, you know? I can talk about it from experience and just give it to you in a nutshell. My purpose here is to help others who have come from that, who are seeking the transition from that into business, for example. Now, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, um, I'm going to be a, a life coach, but I feel as though it might be heading in that direction. Um, but there are other avenues and there are other things that I'm doing in the space in terms of business. I want to make sure that I have a very successful nine-figure business. That's one of my goals. Mm. Only because I want to develop the mindset of that. I want to understand how that all works and be that type of individual. Um, and I want to help others eventually do the same uh, and find that financial freedom, find the freedom inside themselves spiritually as well and i just want to live life and i want to experience life and i want to try things and and meet new people and learn from everyone um and i think that's sort of like my purpose right now but it's always ever evolving and changing and and who knows where i'll be in 12 months time and where my mindset will be in another 24 months time so what would you say your why is when the tough days come like because you had covid like not that long ago and yeah. when things are not going as planned what keeps you going what is it i have a fear of being i do not want to be poor again uh, spiritually and also financially right i don't want to be poor as soon as i stagnate and i'm not progressing i find myself going backwards because if you, st if, mm -hmm. if you get sick, right, guess what happens? Your routine and everything is thrown it's out the window. Mm. And you sit there, you start watching Netflix, you start ordering pizza, getting McDonald's, you start eating crap, and you start having those bad habits start to form again. 
right? Recently, I realized, oh shit, I'm drinking a little bit too much. Stop it, go on a cleanse. Bang, alcohol, out, out. I'm not touching alcohol, right? I have the power to do that because I command it because I have control of me and my emotions. I'll have thoughts. Thoughts are, you can't help what they thoughts are. Away. They don't go away, but you, you can control what you're going to actually do. So my why, honestly, uh, you know, it's just you know, really simply put it to you. I have a big fear of just being nothing and going backwards. I, I don't want to go back to where I was from. And so I will always use that fear to push me forward. Mm. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, dude. Yeah. You know what my biggest fear is? What's your biggest my fear? My biggest fear is that I won't be remembered, right? I have this vision of my funeral and there's going to be no one there or they're going to be like, oh, yeah, he, he was going to do something or he was going to be this. I want it to be full of thousands of people going, Rowdy changed my life. Rowdy provided this. Rowdy done this for me. Rowdy, you know, helped me get to this, helped me get to that. Like you said before, you said it perfectly, you know, the biggest um, privilege we have as a human being is serving others. If you could help someone, like you don't know how powerful that shit is. Well, we all do. Yeah. But, you know, for the listeners, like helping someone, whether it be, you know, you know, just with mindset, routine, habits, whatever you can do for someone, buying them a coffee, whatever, like any form of kindness and like serving someone, that's the highest form that a human being can give, right? Like you're saying before, the world's abundant, right? Sharing that abundance with each other, like it's powerful shit, it man. That's and, why they yeah, say just, the secret of life is giving. Yeah, well, it that's literally it. is. The more you give, the more you get in return. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. that doesn't mean go get fucking ten grand and go give it around to everyone. <laughs> You're gonna get ten x next week. Yeah, like think about it logically, right? It, it always comes in dividends, and it always pays more and more and more and more. It depends, right? So you know, you can be a nice person and not get anywhere in life, mm. right? Good being a good person isn't going to give you good grades in school. You got to put in the hard yards. You got to put in the effort. You got to, you know, you got to study. You got to do this. You got to do that. Right? There's many, many facets to it. Um, thinking that, you know, as well, that some people are lucky, shut the fuck up. If you think that person who's driving a Ferrari or a Lamborghini is either a drug dealer or he's just lucky or daddy gave it to him, get yourself out of that fucking mindset because you're at a disadvantage for thinking in that particular uh, manner, absolutely. Mm -hmm. right? You're the one who is creating that perspective. That's your married belief yep. of your reality. And that's sad. You need to snap out of it because that's not what the world's about. And if you understand the secrets, the reason why we all connect is because we realized, hang on a minute, our perception of what we think this should be doesn't have to be that way. And if somebody has more than I do, who cares? I don't care. I have everything and I'm content within myself and I've got my own goals and I'm happy for that person. And you know what? That person might be able to assist me and help elevate me too. I might connect with that individual and have a chat to him and ask him questions about where he's from, what he's done. And I might learn from that person. I might take the initiative to go out there in the world and connect with them. That's what NFT Melbourne is about, people. Mm, 100%. 100%. But you know what? If you're, if you're, like you were saying, right? If you're jealous and envious of other people and what they've done, you're telling the, the world that you don't oh, like yeah. success. You don't want success. You don't, you don't want that. You're going, oh, I'm jealous of that person. It's just like, well, you're telling the universe going, okay, cool. I don't want success. I'm telling you, whether you like them or not, 
you've just got to be happy for those people. And then when you come to terms with that and you silence your ego and your pride and all that shit and just go, you know what, I'm happy for that person. I'm genuinely happy for that person. When you hear your friends win and it actually lights you up and like you feel so happy, it's just like that's when you know you've won. And have you ever thought to yourself, you know, some people say, well, rich people are rich because they're happy. You know, I remember thinking that when I was at one point, I had that thought. I don't know about you guys, but when I was younger, I was like, the reason why rich people are rich is because they've got everything and they're happy. <laughs> it's in reverse. Mm-hmm. You've got to find happiness and contentment and love and everything for yourself first, and then those things will come. Mm. Now, yes, given some people, you know, have more than others and some people are in better, you know, they've been dealt better cards. Sure, not a problem. But guess what? Yeah, and I get it. Statistically, you're against the numbers of being successful. But if you persevere... And the reason why the lump, the numbers are low is because people do not persevere and keep pushing themselves in those uncomfortable positions. If you overcome all of that and you then come to the arena of the big ballers, right? Mm. The heavy hitters, you're going to come out as alpha. Mm. Yeah. You're going to come out as alpha because you got way more life experience. You got a deeper understanding of what life is about. You have a deeper understanding of gratitude and appreciation. You have a deeper understanding of where it is that you are in, the, in, in that point in time. Those are the individuals that have the power of changing the world. Yeah. They're the Nelson Mandela's of the world. And there is, I could tell you right now, if you want more from your life if you want to just experience and feel that love and you want that connection and you want all those beautiful things in life you can get it do not think for your second doesn't matter what scenario i don't give a fuck that you're in i don't care it doesn't matter trust me i know kids who have been molested abused and 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 still have come up on top Mm. and i'm friends with those people till this day and they're doing incredible things but they don't come out and speak to you know out on podcasts about those experiences but those individuals have still come out there's not many of them but you can do it yeah others have done it and so can you you know what the thing is it's it's the story right everyone goes you know for me oh yeah i used to be addicted to drugs yeah used to it doesn't define who i am now like i am i'm a new person now i've overcome that obstacle this doesn't matter yeah like it doesn't matter everyone's too fixated like Oh my God, you know, like, yeah, I went through a divorce and they're still holding on to that. It's like, let go and move the fuck on. And it's a tough pill to fucking swallow. And look, I get it. Everyone, there's all sorts of different adversity. And and I'm not, you know, I say that in the nicest way possible. But what I'm saying is you need to let go and move on. It's restricting you from growing, right? I've had a few people tell me, hey, Max, you know, you know, how can you how can you t- tell me to be all positive? You know, I was molested when I was a kid. I had this experience, and I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. It's tough. It's fucked up. It's horrible. And you shouldn't have gone through that. But guess what? You did. Now, what are you going to do about it? Is that going to define who you are? Exactly. Someone said to me once upon a time. I was in a very dark place, and they turned around and they said to me, "Is this going to define who you are as a person? You hit rock bottom now." What decision are you going to make for yourself now? Are you going to say that this experience has now made you this particular individual and now you're going to give up on the world? Or are you going to then use this experience? Get yourself out from it. Stop playing the fucking victim Mm. and start taking ownership of your life and then getting yourself to a position where then you can help others who have had that experience. You can be the light in the world. Yep. You can come out from that darkness. 
Absolutely. Stop playing the fucking victim because nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone seems to, a lot. You a know lot what? Seem to play the victim card. They and do. They blame their circumstances or their, I don't know, like anything. They blame anything but themselves because they don't want to take that responsibility because it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Life, I, we've spoken about this and I, I've said it before. There's two types of hard. The, I know which hard I'll choose yes. every time. The one that's hard right now because it's going to benefit me later. The ones that choose the easy route now is 10 times harder later because they're going to be depressed, not happy, miserable, you name it, everything. On the other side of fear, on the other side of pain, on the other side of things that you may think are obstacles. (sighs) Listen to me, man. The grass is greener. (laughs) All right. It's amazing. Like I have a friend, he's my friend. He's actually one of my first students, right? He's from the United States. I've never met him in person, but he was saying to me, Max, you know, I really like this girl. I'm I'm in this workplace and I don't know what to say. I want to be professional, but I can't help how I feel. I really care about this person and I have this genuine feeling about her. Mm. And I turned around and I said to him, Chad, listen, do not let fear lead you here. Because if you overcome this fear, you don't know what what she might say. If you have put it into your head that she might reject you or she might do this or it might be awkward you've created that that's that's going to become your reality chad Mm. but what you can do is approach that situation in a professional manner and you can turn around and say to her listen um you know i just want to bring this out obviously in a in a setting maybe ask her out to see if she wants to go for lunch first or something like that if she catches on to that great you're at lunch and she might just see you as a friend or a boss sure but you have to be professional and just say, hey, listen, look, I can't help the way I feel and I really apologize. I have high respect for you. You know, I look at you as someone that I value in this company and I do not want to put you in a position or make you feel in an uncomfortable way, but I can't help how I feel and I do want to feel like I want to express it because I feel like uh, it's it's something that I want to pursue. Mm. So I'm here to just tell you if you know you, if you would like to you know see me more as a friend or you want to go on a date or something like that, right? Anyways, he messages me this morning, and he goes, "I asked her, and she said yes." <laughs> but you know what? And he was threatened for weeks. But you know what? I, I just read that book. You know the 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 Almanac by Naval Ravikant, and he talks about this, right? He goes, he goes. When you're 90 years old, you think about all the chances that you didn't take. So go and ask that girl out. Get familiar with rejection, right? Like, you got nothing to lose. What's the worst thing they do? Say no. That's a good thing because you know that, okay, cool. I don't need to waste any more time with this. Move on. There's something better out there for me. Same with applying for jobs. Mate, go and apply for a million jobs. I do it. This is the analogy I look at. You're walking down a hallway in life. There's doors everywhere. There are opportunities. Go knock on them. If they don't answer, cool. Move on to the next one. The more knocking you do, doors open, right? And then you get to those, and no, if people say no, and you might go, oh, fuck, it's that girl I want. Mate, who cares? Uh-huh. There's someone someone out there better for you, this and that. But, you know, don't be that person when you're 90 years old, sitting on that chair going, damn, I wish I would bloody ass Stacey out in bloody school or, or whatever. You, you know might what? not even make it to 90, well, so oh, you can make it to 100. Sure, we're making it to 100. But yeah. Yeah. A similar thing, like the rocking chair test does a similar thing. You look back at your life and you really visualize the two scenarios. One, not achieving anything and how you're coming to the end of your days and how you would regret that. And the other, you visualize achieving everything and you compare the two and then you're like, shit, mm-hmm. I know which one 
I will want to do, you know? Yeah. Um, dude, well said. And I think, you know, just to recap what you were saying, Max, it's like, you know, on the other side of fear and, and pain, um, you know, that fear and pain is temporary. You know, greatness lasts forever, right? Indeed, my friend. So well said. Like, yeah. So, you know, I've, that's the way I look at it. You know, whatever adversity you go through, you're just like, cool, this is temporary, you know, but greatness lasts forever. Right? It does. It does. Um, guys, thanks for uh, sharing your stories again. Uh, looking forward to having you guys on future episodes on the podcast. Very, very powerful. Um, lots of value there uh, to share with the audience. Um, I'm sure that... You know, this is just music to their ears. Um, yeah, I, love you guys. Love I've what got you're a doing. Couple Sorry? quick questions. Just quick questions. Quick yeah, I just, Ooh, I just wanted go. two questions and then we'll close it off. Okay. Uh, what What's one piece, and I know you've done this before with our, um, with our, the people that come on our podcast. What's one bit of value that you could share with our audience? And I'll ask both of you. Oh, uh, yes. We'll see. I forgot about that. Yes, that's all right, bro. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. what's one piece of value that you could share with our audience or you'd like to share? Just one piece. One statement. Statement for life. Yeah. Whatever. Just something value. Never allow fear to dictate the course of your life. Ooh, Ooh nice. I love that. That's very, very powerful. And then with the silence at the end. With the silence, yes. <laughs> My man. That is true. Daniel, over Thank to you, Daniel. <laughs> Finishing off, you're exactly where you need to be to get exactly what you've asked for. Oh, yeah. Another good, good piece of value. Awesome. Because when you really think about those two statements, they're so true, you know? Mm. Powerful. Yeah, very powerful. Amazing. Thanks, thanks once again, boys. Um, yeah. Thanks for having me. Wrap it up. Peace and love. Let's roll up. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Peace.